0: going on today we're going to be going over the revenge of the sith behind the scenes bonus dvd Um, we're going to be going over the becoming sidious webisodes this is particularly all about palpatine with ian mcdermott and george lucas however there's one scene in particular that i'd really like to go over in today's video it's around the five minute 45 minute mark so you can skip ahead to that uh probably six minutes 45 after i talk um basically it's where you'll see it's anakin showing up um, where Mace and Palpatine are fighting. Now, this, of course, isn't in the movie. We never got to see this. However, it is in the book. And also, it was supposed to be in an original script. And this is why it was even shot. And this is what we see here. So let's go ahead and check it out. If you didn't know that I played Darth Sidious and also Palpatine, although, of
1: course, I never admitted it in public... And George never admitted it on screen. Palpatine represents the devil. He represents the pure evil. The Dark Lord of the Sith who uh, is purely out to get more power
2: in his greed.
1: I'm appointing you to be my personal representative on the Jedi Council.
2: Primarily when you look at episode three, it is the story of Anakin Skywalker's Fall. But one of the things I find more interesting is the whole arc of the character that Ian plays as Palpatine and Sidious. Takes us back
1: to the old Return of the Jedi days. It absolutely. It does. I haven't seen a polished comic since those days. <laughs> <laughs> and you, young Skywalker. We will watch your career with great interest. If you wanted a, a subtitle for these movies, you could it could be Fathers and Sons. I need your help, son. And while Palpatine isn't, we must assume, Anakin's natural father in this film...
2: ...he's certainly a father figure for him.
0: So then you can pull him. Yeah. You say,
2: I've known you since you were a little boy. Everybody believes it's Darth Vader, uh, who's the really ultimate bad guy... ...but the guy who's truly evil is Palpatine. He has manipulated this whole saga. Ian does such an amazing job of uh,
1: playing the puppet master, you know, he uh, pulls each string with such charming yet evil precision. I think one of the factors of the character I play is, is temptation and Anakin is tempted and indeed seduced by what Palpatine has to say and has to offer. You wanted to see me, Chancellor? Yes, Anakin, come closer, I have good news. People, I think, will find him very conflicted and understand his plight. But at the end of the day, he wants this thing called power.
0: It's all really well-embodied in one scene at the opera... ...where Palpatine shares a story, um, an old Sith tale... ...which very much impressed Anakin at... at, uh, you know, the very core of, of sort of his fears and desires. Palpatine sort of tightens his hold on, on Anakin and instills very profound notions of grandeur.
1: The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Ian has been amazing to watch. I mean, he's just, he comes from that, that English stage background where he learns the lines, he nails it every single time, and it's interesting to watch George just sort of sit back and just go, ah, you know, it's like he knows the character, Ian knows the character, it's a no-brainer, yet it's incredibly powerful. The Sith will rule the galaxy. We shall have
2: peace. Very good.
1: When you're just playing a scene with another actor and it, it has, it's a scene that has a chance to develop, but it's a dialogue scene in which there are many beats. You can make different choices, not ones that interfere with the continuity, but uh, you're able, if you can find them in yourself, to offer George and the editor lots of different things.
2: For a safe and secure society! That was perfect, wasn't it? Absolutely perfect, Ian. Ian's one of the few actors who actually likes to get made up, he you got to remember he comes from the theater comes from one of the best theaters not only as a director but a wonderful actor all actors who really are playing a different character altogether really love to get into the kit because that helps them so much become this other person that they're playing
1: I really feel I know Paul and, and the other guy uh, who I think we're allowed to talk about now uh, quite well. We've been intimates for the best part of 30 years, and I've been switching between those two characters, as you would imagine. So in and out of two different makeups, on a regular basis. I think these guys are getting really good at it now. Uh, and they got it down to an hour and three quarters. Now I think they could probably do it in their sleep. Mm. They certainly do it in mine. <laughs> what kept you? <laughs> I found when I read this script, not only did I have a lot to say, but I had a lot to do that he seemed to have turned into Action Man.
2: Ian is a classical Shakespearean actor. You know, the last thing in the world that he can do, or wants to do, is be a Jedi Master. You know, he is not a Jedi Master, he's got to be even more powerful than the Jedi. You know, so it's not, a, that was not a day that he relished.
1: I knew we'd be shooting those scenes in about five days. So I, I didn't have that long with Nick uh, to get up to speed.
2: Relax. <laughs> there you go, like that. It's got to look mean. Go over and over it's over got over to Over place. over over, <laughs> and I take it away like that. We had to incorporate Ian into those sequences. We. He learned to move at a specific speed and sort of dexterousness that Ian just doesn't have yet because he wasn't focused on doing that. And then backing up. Yeah.
1: But I didn't know he could use it like so. And twice as fast. In fact, no, 500 times as fast as anyone else.
2: And sometimes, you know, he would not be looking and I whacked him. You get hit. And enough to hurt when so you get hit. I think it really came off. I was very worried about it when we were shooting him. And I know there it is. There's Anakin. Ian was. Both of them were. Walking but over I think bodies. They did a great job. We're going to um, talk about it at it's the end. a fight of close-ups. It's a fight of the two of them. Sensing who has got the greater strength. And then, boom, you're right back in, face to face with them. Great sequence.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no,
2: I suppose I've been given a great
1: opportunity with this part. Now you've created the arch villain of all time,
0: but I guess it's all in a day's work. <laughs>
1: I've been waiting for this as Palpatine has for twenty odd years, but I can't think of anyone who's been allowed to undergo so many changes over a whole period of time. Never mind over four, and now five since I'm now part of the Empire Strikes Back movies. So it's been a it's been a, a very interesting journey, and it's been very nice to wait till the end to do, I suppose, um, the most rewarding and most challenging part. So in a sense, I've had uh, about 25 years to think about
0: it. (laughs) So, So if I've got it wrong, you know, it's entirely my fault. So that scene that we saw with Anakin walking over the bodies, unless, of course, that was just a rehearsal scene or something like that, but I don't think so because they were rolling camera. Now, that scene was in the book, and we can see it was actually shot as well. In the book, Anakin actually shows up, so he walks over the head of Kit Fisto. He sees Kit Fisto's head on the floor, and he sees a—he doesn't see Mace or Palpatine. He just sees a blur of red and purple. That's how fast they were moving. They were moving in levels that Anakin didn't even know existed. So in the sense where he could not even track them as people, they were just— Blurred colors, that's all it was. A fusion of red and purple moving so fast. So this also shows you that Mace Windu is so above Anakin in a lot of senses where, okay, sure, maybe, you know, his midi-chlorian level wasn't as high. His potential in the end wasn't as high as Anakin's would have been had he not lost to Obi-Wan. However, at this point in time, he would have creamed Anakin. No problem if they had fought. I'm pretty sure of it. So... This scene that we saw shows Anakin walking over the bodies, and there's a blooper actually in the film, and you may have heard me talk about it, and if you haven't, then you'll find this quite interesting. So when Palpatine is fighting Mace Windu, there are several scenes where we can actually see Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber hilt in Palpatine's hands. The reason for this is because in the original script, which now we see with Anakin being in the scene behind them, has to do with Mace showing up with the Jedi to confront Palpatine and arrest him. And Palpatine is supposed to use Anakin's lightsaber to fight them. So he doesn't have a lightsaber and he's like, Anakin, please help me, you know, toss me your weapon so I can defend myself. And Anakin does. And that's what we saw. So that was supposed to be what the original scene was. And we actually see them, I guess, redoing that with Anakin out of there or they completely just, Photoshop him out of there, I guess. Perhaps. I do rotoscope, rotoscope him out of there. But I think they reshot it. In essence, what I want to convey here is that Mace and Sidious were originally supposed to be fighting in front of Anakin, and Anakin was even supposed to be quote unquote helping Palpatine by throwing him his lightsaber. Which I think would have been pretty sweet. Um, but it would have really undermined and I can see why George changed it, because it would have really undermined in in my perspective that whole pivotal you got to make an answer right now kind of moment and scene where Mace is about to kill him Palpatine says you must choose and it really heightens the tension of everything more so than if Anakin you know was watching them fight and he was in the background and you would just kind of be like well what's Anakin doing at this point Is, is he just observing like what like what's what's the deal so that's something I wanted to talk about I think it's really cool that I never even saw that, man. I never even saw that. Um, Anakin was in the background. This was actually messaged to me by um, the assistant editor on the Vader fan film, Hamad, and uh, he was like, "Did you know Anakin was in the background in this deleted scene?" I was like, "What the heck? I didn't even realize that. I knew it was in the book. I knew it was in the original script, but I didn't know he was actually there. I never re- like saw that. So I thought that was pretty neat. Anyways, wanted to share it with you guys. Let me know what you think of the original fight, and uh, if you prefer the ver- the original script version of Anakin throwing his lightsaber to, to Palpatine or the way we got it in the film. I think this way that George chose makes it a little more, a um, little more oomph, you know, at the end. There's a little more uh, at stake and it really makes that pivotal turn uh, very dramatic, overly dramatic, which is what you want. Very stressful scene. Catch you later. May the force be with you.